Sent 420, 68. Anna's going to be one of those fucking problems today. It just is the way it is. <laughs> she didn't eat. But she didn't eat. Been using bread However, wow. Or fuck. That's oh. what happens when everybody slacks, you know? Wow. You start slacking well, when everyone, everyone around you slacks. Triple X and Super Lemon Haze. I made it just a mix for you. And it is the triple X number four. So it's a little different one. Give you a little bit more fucking pizzazz in your step. Maybe you won't be such pizzazz a hard ass. Pizzazz in my step? This. Oh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Pizzazz. How do you just write because that? We're gonna be, <laughs> just because we're going to be insulting people. This. Maybe we should look up the etymology of pizzazz. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Could be a good episode that? title. I think it is a P-A-Z-A-Z. Is that it? Yeah, I think. Pazaz. 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 Wouldn't be like... Pizzazz. Pizzazz, yeah. It wouldn't be P-U. It wouldn't be P-U. Or would it? Pussaz. Pussalanimous. Pussalanimous. Yeah. Surprised I remember that. There's a lot of pussalaminous going on these days. And on the bike trails. On the fucking bike trails. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's when it you is thought you infiltrating could get away. it is infiltrating mountain biking. Because mountain biking again, you you always knew road bikers were gay as fuck. They wear those tight fucking shorts everywhere. They gotta wear the tightest fucking clothes, right? So you got dudes walking around with fucking camel toes and this is totally fucked up on the camel toe subject. There is camel. There is camel toe underwear now for dudes, so it looks camel like bros. they're fucking, you know, androgynous, and it gives them. It's like apparently it's got two little sacks for you to put one nut and one nut, and so then it rides up that center, and so you walk around with. I saw, Camel yeah, I saw a thing that said that Target was going to start carrying that stuff. And, and the other thing is like a, 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 a cock and balls, like a little one. A cock and for, balls? Yeah, like that's for like a knitted. Chair. Yeah, that's knitted. So you can like, it's called like a packing. Shut up. They're, they're, I don't know how true any of this is, but they're going to like sell binders, you know, for chicks. And then you can be whatever packing. gender you want. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's really fucking at least hurts at least when exist. it starts to creep into the mountain biking community mm -hmm. because... Again, I thought that was a place of solace where I could get around and be like, there's chicks riding their girls. There's dudes riding their dudes. Now, it's fucking, saw this person the other day on the fucking, on Green Mountain and couldn't tell. I looked really close. The voice was kind of like my voice, but the fucking <clears throat> visual was like femi as fuck. Right, and so. Well, what about this? Like, I, uh, but did that? So what happened afterwards? Did that affect the rest of your? <clears throat> well, so here's what here's what's affected my ride recently on this mountain biking community that I'm on. They were talking about this guy who is going around and like attacking people, right? And I don't know if he's mm -hmm. physically attacking or just like threatening them. Mm -hmm. But it's like the, someone like on the trail, like regularly. Yeah, mm -hmm. and they say he's this Having big fun. Jason Moma looking guy, like okay. big old six foot dude uh, with a fucking like beard. A poster, like yeah, exactly. Like and you know they were saying on Green Mountain and on you know it's happened like several times. I had a, I have another friend who is this skinny older dude, um, 
And this guy fucking smoked me mountain biking. Like he's 10 years older than me or something. And, you know, I was riding with him a couple years back and uh, this guy fucking dusted me. And I'm a pretty good climber. And so um, anyway, he's kind of a femi looking dude, but he, he can push it. This guy's fucking legit. And he was riding and some dude came up and shoved him off of his bike, knocked him, you know, over and... Uh, he had no recourse. What was he going to do? Yell at him? Mm. Right? And so in this, you know, Facebook post that these guys were talking about, this guy's like talking about how scary it was and all of this bullshit. And I'm like thinking, what happened to dudes just fucking fighting? I mean, if someone invades your space like that, if they're threatening you, if they do something, why is it that I got to vent on Facebook? I mean... Yeah. It should have been. If you didn't fight him. Why complain about right. it? Right. Yeah. But it, yeah. it should have been. This is what I'd like to read. Oh, yeah. There's a dude on, you know, fucking Green Mountain that I had to level or that, you know, several of us got together and fucking, you know, told him the time of day or something. Right. I mean, it's. It's getting to be to this point where people are so fucking victimhood. Victim. They're afraid. They don't do stuff. And then they want other people to take care of it for them, right? Because what did this guy do? Well, he notified the Rangers and called the police. Well, we saw recently what fucking happens with police. Police are historians, right? They're not going to do anything to stop something like that. And what we've done to police. You know, they're not going to, you know, in Denver, they removed all of that, um, the civil protection for lawsuits. And I, I'm not saying cops are, I'm not on cops jocks at all. But when you do that kind of stuff, what kind of cop is going to want to respond to a situation? They're going to be like, fuck this, man. I'm going to either go to jail. I'm going to get fucking, Just you know. removed because like if, if a cop says like kill somebody or whatever. Yeah, or, yeah, or they the rough past, somebody up or anything. The they past, they had some but didn't you say though that even for men, mm -hmm. if they get in altercations, it can get pretty, uh, you know, dicey legally? Yeah. So you're saying in Colorado they lifted something? So there was Took a... Away their amnesty, essentially. Yeah, I forgot what it was called, but um, it's something immunity. They're yeah. uh, mm -hmm. applied immunity or, or something oh, right, like yeah, that. Yeah. 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 But... Again, I think cops were abusing a lot of their authority. <clears throat> but you see what happened in Texas. And again, based on the information that I've seen and based on what happened in Columbine, when they talk about protocol, one kid gets shot, there should be, they should be busting down doors because that means that that person... If they're already going to shoot one, they're going to fucking, what, what do they have to lose? What are they going to get? Like 19 life sentences instead of one life sentence? You, you know what I'm saying? I mean, one life sentence is a life sentence unless, you know, there's opportunity to appeal that. But, you know, um, it, it's insane that people want other people to protect them when they're capable but then to the people that we want to protect us look at what we've done as far as defund them and you know then you get these fucking dudes who don't enter 
right? <coughs> Don't enter the school. They say Denver right now is one of the you know big crime cities, not violent crime, but you know stealing, um, cars, stealing cars and, and you know uh, stuff like that, breaking into houses. <laughs> a lot of people's houses are getting broken into, garages, cars getting you know broken into, things like that. I was watching some people stake out a car in my parking lot the other day, and I know that's what they were doing because they saw me looking at them, <clears throat> and they were very mindful of where I was in space and time. Literally pulled in the parking lot. They were coming down the street. And I saw it, like, I, I could see it on their face. They were scoping out the law, you know. They were looking for whoever might be watching them. And then they were looking at all the cars. Like, they each started splitting up and kind of walking through the cars. Yeah. And I saw them approach my car. And I, I just happened to look back as I was walking in the building. And this lady, one of the three, was making direct eye contact with me. So I made a point to go straight up to my apartment, sit on the patio, pulled my chair up and he made a fucking noise about it and everything pulled it up sat down and i just sat there and stared at him and they kept like looking up at me every 10 seconds to see if i was still looking they went like hid behind another car and they were i could see them like you know coming up with a plan the three of them like huddled up and then probably after 15 minutes went by and they kept looking up to see if i was still there they've eventually another car pulled up and they just got in and took off yeah and then I saw them there later in the evening, and they were walking back around again. So Casey. I came back outside yeah. and sat there, and they ended up just taking off again. By a place? Yeah. Yeah. It's, so you said there was it was pretty decent. It is, but Dude, still but that's the place no, where you where rob we are, is like... Where we are, too. I've had a Fred get his truck stolen out of the out of the parking lot across from Cervantes while we were Both playing a show. Both our cars got broken into in front of the house. The ours did recently too. I mean, I had the, the Cadillac Converse stolen, and then my girl's car got broken into. And we think they had a thing that opens the door. Well, yeah. I know that they do because uh, that's yeah. how they got into my car. Oh, really? Okay. Where Jack State broke uh, his window and yeah. left his car doors open. Right. And yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I, I, and then someone, one of my students, just a few blocks down, the dad woke up in the morning, came outside. There's a van, like you know, parked on his lawn, still running, doors wide open, his car's gone. And then he calls the cops, that van ended up being stolen. And so someone had like stolen a van, just like in a rush, you know, and then stole his car. Was it was the van out of gas? No, it was still running when you woke up. I mean, was it like on E or something though, you know? Just wondering why they ditched it. Yeah, I was wondering that too, yeah. Maybe the cops are after him or something. Right. Well, they're like, oh. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, in the moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but the Somebody's cops aren't even, you. you know, they're not even going after those things with any real interest. Um, you know, because a, a lot of bikes are getting stolen, right? Like, Is bikes that? are a big thing. And um, that's probably signs of, you know, collapse or whatever, because it takes a little time, you know? It's yeah. Like, we had a culture, you could say, of you know, things were taken care of, mm -hmm. right? People actually went to jail for doing, you know, maybe more than needed or whatever, yeah. maybe there's something like that. But then slowly, once you start to remove stuff, there's that culture still exists. Oh, I didn't know if you would But it would like, uh, it would take time for people Sorry. to notice that it's gone, you know? And then they're like, oh, we can get away with more. So they do. Yeah. I mean, it's like a kid, you know how kids like, they'll go right to the line that you set. Right. Yeah, you know I mean, you think they'll just like not, you know, reach that far, but they'll go right to whatever you know boundary <laughs> you put. You know what I mean? Fantastic. And, and in general, you would think that like, like criminality, you would do that too. It would test the limits. 
You know what I mean? If you have like, it's like again, it's like group intelligence. You yeah, got absolutely. a bunch of people like trying to steal cars, and if they get away with it, they're going to do it more. Right. And if not, then they well, that's off, the whole right? stupidity because, like, all of this, um, defund the police movement, and all of this, like, um, <coughs> releasing criminals, right? Yeah, is done so irrationally that they don't even understand. The fucking human psyche to even a little degree, you, you know, where right. it's like, okay, well, let's try to understand what's going on. What, well, let's try to understand that more yeah. crime is going to beget crime. Now, well, when you're in this in, in this culture of like such safety, yeah, no, no nothing bad. I mean, you know, of and course it does happen, goes, but like you rely on yeah. for everything, right? And you rely is. on good, and you rely on just everything working. You rely on you being safe and you rely on, <laughs> and so people don't know, you know, especially middle class and, you know, and just in general in America, they don't know. Well, see, this you know, is where I think that whole argument that we were having like last week when we were talking about, well, but you got to kind of look at things from their point and where I was saying that their point is very irrational. It only goes just a little bit okay, deeper we than the surface. About, like wokeness. Yeah. And, and if it's like a coherent philosophy, like Correct. You, you need to understand like where they're coming from. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what I'm saying. Like they're not even looking at the psyche of things. They're not even looking at any studies that have been done, mm -hmm. anything in that nature. It, it's like um, there, there was an interesting study that was done about um, blacks through the 40s and 50s, right? And so in the 40s and 50s, um, like in the 30s, so to speak, I guess their income, like expectancy, earnings to white was pretty low. No, it was pretty low, okay? But then in the 40s and 50s, as you had World War II start, you're coming out of the Depression, um, they started to make, I think it was like 86, 87% of what a white Right. expected middle-class family would make you know so mm -hmm. now it's jumped right. and so the question was that why were the riots and you know all the instability of the 60s happen with blacks at that point in time when arguably they had the most freedoms versus up prior to the 40s and 50s when yes. things started to yes. get better because right. that's when they were oppressed the absolute most you know right. all the, all the way through slavery and up until so you're saying like because it's happening now too right that uh now we're in such good times well why is it this point in time when everybody's racist well and everybody's yeah i mean like the gonna... the question then is is kind of like so why didn't so, so this is how they posed it. And this is where I think like the left right now doesn't even care to understand human psychology, right? And so in the 60s, that's when you had the Jim Crow, you know, um, influence, right? Of, right. of those Red bills. Yeah. And, yeah. So those policies were Legal still not, not as bad as what was happening before. When right. you look at, again... Prior, But what was happening was that was an effort then to suppress the, the black income, right? At least in, in what we're talking about right now. And so their ability to earn dropped 
marginally, not much. I think it went from like 86% to like 71%. I guess that's a pretty big jump when you talk about 10, 12%. But the, the question goes back to why did, was it that the time of the big race riots and battles versus prior to that? And so the, the conclusion to the argument, and this happened in other areas, um, was that when people start to gain a freedom or they start to gain a benefit, right? There's gonna, what's that? They want more? No, Mm -hmm. there's gonna be much more resistance, violent, aggressive resistance to someone trying to take that away than it never happening in the first place. So they used uh, Gorbachev in Russia as another example. And so what they were saying is pre-Gorbachev, when you had Lenin and you had Stalin and you had, you know, all of those predecessors um, in modern times, Russia was very like compliant. They tapped down any kind of, you know, um, political opposition. There was not much freedom. Authoritarian. It was very authoritarian. There was not much freedom to do business, to do anything. Mm-hmm. So what Gorbachev then, <clears throat> he opened that up. He right. started to allow the Russian people to have much more freedom, much more financial opportunity. Um, that's when, you know, again, the wall started to come down and there started to become this kind of uh, acceptance of you know, having to to do business with the West and having relationships, right? And so there was a coup that was thrown against Gorbachev. And so they imprisoned Gorbachev for, I think it only lasted four days. And what these were hardline, you know, Soviets that wanted it to be that iron grip control. And so the people had only experienced this freedom for, I think it was a year, year and a half. But they got this freedom. They got this ability to start earning. They got this ability to start making money. You would have thought that the big revolution would have happened when these, when the Russians had no opportunities, right? But it wasn't until after these people had opportunity and they'd been given the opportunity to do things is when that started to be taken away, they met... I mean, they brought in fierce opposition. So, so, so then the Russian people, so when the coup happened, that night, hundreds of thousands of people started to gather. They started to fucking approach tanks and surround tanks and surround military. And there was this huge backlash when, when from the people got, when he was in the coup, when, 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 they took him, when they took him and imprisoned him. And then the people. And right. so the people revolted because, again, the theory the, or the conclusion is when you give somebody the opportunity or the freedoms or financial abilities, whatever, and they gain that, it's very difficult to take that away. Right. And it's met oftentimes with fierce resistance from the authorities, from the people that are trying to take it away, wherever that mm-hmm. might be. So that's where you saw the race riots in the 60s. I'm trying to understand what you're saying, like the, the theory of why or whatever. Of, so you're saying that they've gained when you more gain a freedom now. Yep. And so that but they're still they think that it can be taken away, but it can't. Well, so in these instances, it could have been taken away. And so they met with fierce resistance. And this is what I'm saying with the left. 
there's no serious like thought about what they're doing because if we look at what some of the current um, you know contemporary things are right now issues gun control is one of them right well if if they think that they're going to take guns they're going to meet with stiff resistance right because that's a freedom that people had that you that if you look at history if you look at how things work you can't take those things back without again fierce resistance because when you give somebody something you give them in this case opportunity reeling that in abruptly is it's too big of a change it's too much too fast you might be able to erode it over time but Mm -hmm. you, you know just taking it back creates that severe backlash and so this is i guess is my point in bringing this all around is that the left isn't even interested in studying human nature right of what could work what might work these are just fucking ideas that go into their head and there's no thought about what the the repercussions will be on that drastic change or that drastic removal of something or you, you know mm-hmm. whatever right so then going back into your what we were discussing last week that's where i can't even give their position any depth of credit because there's no depth in the thought process of what they're doing it only ends at surface level mm-hmm. right does that make sense yeah yeah i i don't know like um, I, I might just I don't know there's something about like how you put it because I agree that there's you know it's like I've been framing it like you have the modern world and it's hyper novel and a lot of the things that it produces aren't good for us because it's like not fit for our you know where we come from we're not evolved in the in that lens or whatever and so from one side, there's a lot of change, right? The left abrupt change is exactly change. Mm-hmm. If we want to frame it like that, this thing wants change, mm-hmm. and it does. Even though it is, it does have depth of thought, though. That's the other thing. Is it does have? But you got to say a lot of the scientists and, and maybe scientific thinking in general is related to this like progress thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I don't want to make that entire argument right mm-hmm. now, but they do have thought right um but somehow it you know the thing that wants change and doesn't see the unintended consequences you know i'm seeing that as the philosophy that's like that's like the bigger thing than wokeness or whatever and and i'm I'm still saying it is coherent inside of itself but it doesn't have an argument to make it coherent i mean that's like that's what i'm saying is that it's only surface deep because if you look at the argument of Mm -hmm. men can get pregnant right we just say men can get pregnant for a second but then on the very same rationale we say men don't have an opinion on abortion because they can't get pregnant right and, and that's what so i'm there, saying there it's like so just because but I'm the, saying whole, it's the whole the whole basis is me saying it's coherent well like, i do because i that's where i'm trying to up, right? i'm trying to in my mind understand why it might be coherent because what i what i believe in is having a balance i don't think like i wouldn't want to eradicate the left 
I, I wouldn't mm-hmm. because then what's the I, and I'm right, not even very far right. A, right, right, right. But then the right has all the power. Mm-hmm. Like I thought it was horrible. So you're seeing that this one side is really taking control of everything, and it's like extreme. It's more and extreme. But I'm saying their ideas like suck. That, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's not even. They're not even good ideas. It's like well, those aren't good I, ideas. I know, I'm saying, like I there's think, no reason. I don't think we're getting deep enough into why that is. <laughs> Like when, when, sure. we stay, I, when we stay on left, right, and political this, and gun rights, and stuff, I, w- I would and, agree. And trans, I, when I we're at agree. that level, we're not getting deep enough to understand like why they're not good ideas. Because those are such deep questions. R- 100%. But what I think the problem is, the first part of the problem, is we got to admit that they're not good ideas. It's not a good idea for the general... Population but you'll never to have anybody else with that argument. That's nothing. No, that's but, just saying. But that's just then a you validate. This is this is what you do. Is you validate? Okay, why is it not a good idea? Okay, there's a whole bunch of reasons I, I why it's agree. not a good idea, and there's going to be some that it is a good idea. The the things that you do is you challenge when somebody says you can't do something. Okay, well, are you not going to do it or are you going to challenge it to see if you can do it? But there's a logical way to go about making severe changes versus the irrational. And what they're doing is irrational because they they first I, can't I admit. I disagree. It, it I, I know, it, but it's and, not. And, but what I mean by rational isn't what you necessarily mean by rational. And but rational is coherent. rational, coherent thought. Because I, I agree that they're bad ideas. But the reasons I say that are like even hard for me to understand, mm-hmm. you know. And so I agree, and I agree that it is there are contradictions. It's obviously incoherent. Obviously, the men woman thing is such an easy example. Like, why, but, why is there a thing going around trying then, to convince when people we, of untrue things that they're true? Like, I right. I agree with you. But it's not a. It, but the thing is, is you give that though a like. You know, well, that's a lame value, but that's what they're staking the values in. That's what I'm saying. Those are the main convincing points of the arguments. And so, if the main convincing points are such shit ideas, I don't think those are the main convincing points. I think those are, those top, are what gets people emotional. It is. Yes, but that's what's just but, on top of. But this you don't deep win a war by just it's going like a, to war. You win a war by psychological. They call it psychological right. operations. Sure. And so, when this is what I'm saying, this is why it's such a shit idea, because if. Your whole reaction to things is triggered by emotion, and that's the foundations by which you make your belief system. It's destined to fail. It always fails. There is countless and countless examples of it failing because it's an irrational way to build a foundation on important things. So this is what I'm saying. At every single level, it's bullshit. Because it's fucking completely irrational well, because take, it's but emotion. Take this, but take this. Okay, I don't you, even know. You see what I'm saying? It's like based saying. on all of these. I don't even know what these... we're like arguing about, really. You know? I mean, you're trying to say there's a rational point to it. I, I think I'm is. trying to say I think it's is. irrational what, because the saying, only ones who would make ration out of it are irrational people. I may agree with that, and there's an emotionality to it that you can say is one characteristic of this giant, this larger worldview. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it's a worldview. 
And it absolutely can supplant things like religion, but not in a full way. So it's not a working, it won't work, you know what I'm saying? But it will, in, it will uh, inflate in those holes in people's character or whatever that religion was in. It takes that shape and it is coherent in that sense. Right. Well, well let, can, it, can, yeah. let, let me make the argument. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, because I agree that in my broader view of things, I think it's, I could even say wrong or bad. I could even put value judgments on it like that. But it's still like it runs in people's minds. And so I'm saying what I mean by coherent is that a program that might be a bad program, like maybe there's a computer program, someone makes a music software, and there's little glitches and stuff, and it doesn't really work that well. Maybe it, you can't even bounce tracks. So it doesn't even, like, if you, don't, you can't even get the end, end result. You can't get a song to play in the car. But it still runs. You know what I mean? So when I say coherent, that's what I'm saying. Like but, it may but not do you work think, and it's not like But would you put optimal? coherent and not working together? I I mean I wouldn't. I there's that's so that's what many, I'm saying. That's so like a pregnant levels. man. <laughs> because you know what I'm saying? It's like, well, if it works, it should be coherent. It it that's along right, the lines then, of what can, those you can mean. Make the same thing about the scientific worldview is it's very reasonable and very coherent. But it might not be the whole picture, and it might not run in people's minds that way. But but right? science it, it is always made to, to be challenged, though. Well, that was okay. the premise of science. But I think this is a good point. Like science, like the objective, uh, the materialist, physicality, uh, scientific worldview, has run. The Enlightenment has run on our minds for a hundred or more years, or whatever. It's coherent, but maybe it leads to nihilism. So it's not like an optimal program. But it's still coherent, so that's what I mean. well. That, but I don't think that that's what the I don't think that that's what the left is doing because again, when when you look at that point, you would say that science is coherent in the regards that science is always there to prove its theories or for those yeah, theories to be I, challenged. It's a crazy thing for me to compare wokeness to science. It's a great, that's yeah. a, <laughs> you know I mean, maybe it was like scientism or whatever. But, but you see, there's, because it's not empirical. You're right. It, but and, there's and an idea of, of, so, so check this out. Rogan said this, right? I saw a clip um, and I read, you know, what, the, what he was saying. Um, but he said that when all of this woke shit happened to him, right, that it was Fox News and the right um, that had his back. Those were the only ones that had his back when everybody else mm -hmm. was attacking him. But he says, but he's still, or that he's very liberal. And so this is... Because he has principles. Right. Because but, all this bullshit is going on up here. But, but like, hold on for here. a second. This is, this is kind of where I think the liberal mindset goes to. And what Rogan's talking about being liberal, though, isn't tangible. Hold on. What what was tangible was what the conservatives and the right did, and I'm again I'm not jumping on the the bandwagon and saying I'm a Republican. I'm more conservative for sure now that I understand it. But conservatism represents what's real because what really happened was that they had his back. 
that they were there. They supported him. They supported Chappelle. They supported all of these comics, right, that were getting hammered. What didn't happen was the idea of what liberalism is, is that you're going to be accepted and it's progression and it's this world where people get along and all of that crazy shit that doesn't work. It's an ideal that has been proven wrong countless times. And so, again, people want to believe in this thing that when you see the real things that happen, they still want to discount the real things and say, but this is possible. And it's like, it's possible, but it hasn't happened. So why are you going to bank everything on what's possible instead of working with what's real and then adding little possibilities of what you want to achieve? It's like in jujitsu, we would never practice the wrong thing, but you're never going to, or, or you're not going to constantly get it right. So that doesn't mean that you practice on the wrong thing, knowing that the wrong thing is still a mechanism. It's like, well, let's practice the right thing, knowing that there's going to be stumbling blocks and mistakes and things that aren't going to happen along the way. And we deal with those. And so maybe the wrong thing at that point took you into a right avenue, but you didn't practice that. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm being forced into an argument I don't necessarily want to defend. Anybody. Well, I, but, okay. <laughs> Good enough. But, you know, like, uh, yeah, you know. I mean, when you say things, what I'm hearing, you, you said conservatism is real. Yeah, in a lot you of ways. Mean? Uh-huh. And I, I don't even know if I can make this kind of thing. Like, you know, there's, there's, there's um, like a philosophy of, of being where things have like more or less being than other things. Um, so I don't. It, it reminds me of just like a hierarchy. Like um, you're you're putting ideas in a in a hierarchy, right? Like maybe some, maybe this is where we could like make it fit together. Like, because I would agree with a lot of the scientific worldview, right? But I would put other worldviews above it, possibly ones that I don't totally understand or whatever. But I do think that there are higher ones. So I also put views and I would put wokeness lower than science. But I think there's ones above science. You know, what I mean, so, you know, I don't know if that kind of helps relate to the thing, too. You know, it's like, I don't know. And then, yeah, yeah. Well, so there was this cult. So they were talking about cultish ideas. Yeah. Okay. And so there was this cult that was like a doomsday cult. And they were attracting some pretty, like, intelligent people. And so there was the the word was within the cult that there was going to be a doomsday event. And so they... Everybody sold all of their stuff. They left their jobs in preparation for this higher purpose. And that's what they believed mm-hmm. that they were going to a higher place, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were the, the chosen ones rescued, whatever the fuck. And so when the cataclysmic event didn't happen, you know, boom, there's a, a awakening. But this is what I'm saying in, the, in this regard is that we, we should be know that there's a higher purpose or a higher thing, a higher being, a higher belief than science. But what we shouldn't do in these extreme places that we know exist, but we can't operate in in them. We don't know how to operate in them. So if we bank all our stuff in them and not deal with what's the real world, 
man, there, what if we miss? But how do you know what's real? You know, it's like, those are the deeper things. It's like both. But you know that what's real is whether we're in the matrix or not. You haven't figured this out or I haven't figured this out, but you got to go to work and make money. Otherwise, you can't mm. operate. So you know that's real. But the matrix might be going to work, and I don't even know what I'm arguing. About. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. part of it. Um, yeah. And, you know, because I, I say what I say because I see people, like, for instance, like in my family who, who the program works in people's minds. You know what I mean? And... There's right. Some, it, there's some 100%. That's it, the like, whole point is like, that it works in their minds only. It yeah. doesn't work in application. No, no, no. But yeah, I don't know. This is, yeah. I feel like we've like reduced the, 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 the subject to such a small thing. But you have to, like, to first. You got to reduce it to a base level. That's the whole point. Not, okay. And then yeah. it's got to build up. But if it doesn't have a foundation to reduce to, then it's like... You could say, okay, religion is something that's not necessarily physically tangible, but it's got a baseline that it reduces to. You could reduce so it to. I'm saying that that we uh, we misunderstand what religion is. Yes, and I agree. we misunderstand what a worldview means, right? Yes, and and so the thing that makes two religions similar, you know, two worldviews similar, is the same thing that makes wokeness similar to other things but and, and one works and one hasn't been I, proven to work too simplistic yes but you got to start simplistic and it's I, like and i disagree because i but think how did you teach one, someone jujitsu i think would one, you teach him a very complicated concept theory first or would you teach him something basic I don't see it and like when that. you have something basic but you know it you can't paint something like that but, uh, but I'm to saying, start this is how i'm seeing it. you've got to i'm seeing learn this, strokes. i'm seeing it this way i'm seeing the the evolution of the western mind mm -hmm. and it goes through like maybe it's like highly a certain way for thousands of years i don't know maybe there's some periods too thousand year periods of things and then all of a sudden the renaissance and then the enlightenment and then scientific rationalism and then materiality and then you know what i mean i what i'm seeing as maybe what you're talking about as just you know and so that gives us some of the scientific tools that you're saying mm -hmm. empiricism you know experiment um collective intelligence of you know like uh, peer review and that kind of stuff but um i'm saying what happens after that is wokeness and it's, so so that there's a lineage so it's not necessarily like comparing you know wokeness to to, to like science conservative thought or whatever I don't think there's necessarily a difference and that I mean there is a difference of course but I'm just like seeing it in this other way that uh, that it's like an end result like it was always going to end up in wokeness like once you run this program through and you somehow sever something in the past or whatever that you know something happened and all of a sudden progressivism becomes unleashed now maybe conservatism in the past was what kept it tethered or whatever it was like that because maybe there is some truth to this left right thing I, I do still like the the model even though i hate talking about it all the time i still think it makes sense but so but once you like somehow reach some point where all traditions get you know and then progressivism and then once that happens wokeness is just where it's going to lead to so what i'm saying is we should understand it because it's in us. 
I think we're a part of it. You sure. know what I mean? Like, we are materialists. Like, even though we don't understand what religion even means. You know, like, I, I heard recently that back in the day, there was no word for religion. That wasn't a word. Mm-hmm. You know? But it was grounding, and it well, worked. Well, that's, you're inside of it. Like, it's that's just the, the thing. Point, it's like though, the water you're mm-hmm. living in. You know, so there's no reason. So once you lose the water, then you have a word for it or whatever. Once you pop out of it. Then you can look back and be like, oh, those people that, mm-hmm. you know, but really we still do all the religious things. We have a religion. It's a religion of materialism and scientism, and that's the program well, we're running on, well, amongst other things. Right, but yeah. what we're talking about, I mean, again, going back, it's talking about things that work and things that don't work. And again, it doesn't mean that you're not going to have things that don't work mix in to the things that work. What I'm saying is, that I, I guess what this whole debate was going back to was that there's a logic behind it, and it's illogical to think it doesn't it doesn't roll with logic that you're going to make these investments in put everything in one direction that hasn't been tried, tested, or proven. And so you let small doses of those things come in, but you don't jump from this point to this other point without understanding the, the pitfalls along the way. And that's where I'm saying it's not coherent arguments because there's, there's nothing that I've heard from anybody. And I've tried. I've tried to understand. I've listened. I was one. And I had to not be one because I couldn't support any of those positions so it's not coming i'm not looking at it from a conservative perspective but if again if we don't understand like that's what i'm saying if people can't even admit that okay yeah we're being fucking completely irrational about this then we can't even look at solutions to to these kind of problems that are starting to really affect us because we're going to go through them too fast and i agree with that you you definitely should use reason and you know um and resist you know and but yeah slow change mm-hmm. but i think it is in understanding what's going on and you know it's it's vast you know it's like so beyond even our ability to understand it some something is like out of control and like taking over and you know what i mean like something is like like happening you know, some really unusual, interesting stuff is going on, like worldwide, right? And it's related to all this stuff. It's related, like wokeness and that thing are like connected. So, yeah, so, but do you, you know, see, do you guys like see like, this is what I see as the direction that wokeness is going. Like, so this is where we're at on the circle. We're like right in here somewhere. I see wokeness going and making the crest of that circle and then not understanding that they're coming back around. I agree. Yeah, and absolutely. when you got capitalism, yes. for instance, capitalism was an evolution. It wasn't like someone's specific idea of like, okay, we're going to have capitalism. It grew to where, yeah, what it grew it's naturally. at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then what this whole woke idea of let's get rid of capitalism and we'll have this equal society. They're like, again, that idea is shooting up, but 
not understanding it. So, oh, it comes exactly. right back yeah, yeah, yeah. around, that's, and now you got to start capitalism yeah. all over yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, like right. Like I've been really trying to understand that stuff because that's when we were talking about the levels. That's that stuff. The like from the higher level, looking at the low, at bottom up causality, top down, right? Like, like genes and like th- those cause things that then you have like a cancer later on. That's like a lower level, and then when a placebo is like, I can change it from a higher level, like a consciousness kind of thing. Um, so, and I've been trying to understand that, We're like, because that idea is like capitalism happened on the bottom, just everybody's naturally doing trading and then that just like evolves into this complex system uh and then the other way is to go top down and say i'm going to design it or whatever right and and i'm going to look down and say it should be you know and and that's so that's like a consciousness designing it or whatever um but you know and then someone recently mentioned to me like you know I i was talking about this collective intelligence idea and he said democracy and I, I can't understand which way democracy would go, like, because democracy is all the people at the bottom making decisions. So they're acting as like a higher. I, I don't know. I don't need to impose this level on you guys, but it, it seems to have that both that uh, both things are going on. Because it's like you could say the the smaller bits are getting a say in the larger thing, and like their collective intelligence is the thing that designs is the thing that's from above that makes the, the designing. So in a way, capitalism, you could say, was like this like top-down process as well because, because value is just like what we, our intelligence determines what's valuable. You know, we say what's valuable means what's valuable to us, number one. So we don't care about gravel or whatever. That's not that valuable. Dirt, maybe dirt is because it grows food or whatever, but it's like within this bounds of what, what value was valuable to us. And so we're an intelligence that's like doing that, that computation. You know, we look at the world and we figure out what we need and what we want. And that's the economy in a way. And so collectively we do that. And then we have this like collective intelligence that is designing, you could say, I mean, I don't know, you know, people don't like to use that word, like it's conscious or whatever. Um, but it is in a way also a top down process, you know, so it's kind of interesting, right? That it's both ways. Well, that's. I think that that's what we want. You know, that's what, I, again, this this is what I'm saying. Like, if we don't have that process, because, like, let's take it to diet, for instance. Okay, so something that I think is, it, it becomes mindsets versus, like, um, becomes a mindset how you deal with things right so one of the big latest things you know at least that i follow is you know people doing a lot of the raw primal and um that approach right and you hear that word primal so that really got me interested because i believe in you know we talk about this a lot we've talked about this for a long time on the podcast about that primal instinct urges that we have so i like when i hear primal or ancestral or these things that talk about you know like roots because those are foundations okay um but then i think that what people do is they get too caught up in things like that without giving it the value of being more than just the physical. So the physical being the down, mm, right, right. the mental being the top. Right. Okay. Exactly. So 
in that regards, I hear that a lot. You know, you see Liver King doing his crazy shit. Um, and, and it's cool. You, you know what I'm saying? But as a philosophy, you've also got to understand that the greatest innovations and developments came as we progressed along, right? So we used our heads to build fire and to cook, okay? So then if, if from the time we cooked food, we look at how we've improved and evolved as a species, why would we go back and say raw is better? You know what I'm saying? Because raw was up to a certain point. Yeah, we were primal as fuck. But are you only going to be a body? Because there's something that made that connection of mind and body and cooking food. Like built the brain. And yeah. Like added like 30% Correct. or something crazy. Correct. So then we have that kind of, you know, belief that's too much in one side, in one area. Mm-hmm. But then let's flip it and we go now only to this person up here. Right? That approach. And that approach is... You know, well, we don't need to have meat and be fucking primal. We can make this fake meat and it's so much better for the environment and it's so much better for everything. And there's no, you know, factory workers that are getting, you know, like abused and, you know, there's no animals that are getting abused and, you know, it'll be this perfect thing. It's not tested. It's not tried. We don't know the ramifications of what that will do. I'm liking this how you put it up here too because that just reminded me of like I've heard someone put it as there's theories up here mm-hmm. and the, which is and then there's earth down here mm-hmm. like facts or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and the point is to like marry the two. Correct. To have your theories like reflect. Yeah. But you know. And they're going to bounce off of seeing, each right. other though. Mm-hmm. There's going to be times when you're going to want to be more primal. I mean this happened this has happened in military where the the planning and the strategy and all of that is out the window and you just got to get brutally aggressive mm. okay that's what they talk about with an ambush so in ambush the the way typical ambushes are set up you don't have a lot of time right so if you can't just get mean aggressive and you have an understanding of how you fight your way out of an ambush you're not going to get out of the ambush it's a trap that's set and so that's a time when you got to go primal right so there's times when you got to go primal and you got to be as low to the ground as possible and then there's times when you got to use intellect and only you know um play the mental chess and then there's times when they're going to come together and and separate Mm -hmm. and so i think when we stick with too much of one or the other we run into problems i think right now what the liberal ideas and that's going back to rogan saying that he associates himself with an idea but saw what was real and a lot of people are doing that but putting more value in the idea but not ever seeing where it becomes tangible where it becomes real where do those two things marry and when the further and further away you go from those marrying i think we get we run into problems and i think that everybody can you know until we evolve past our being or that human experience i think everybody can agree then that 
when you can bring those things together, that's when the fucking machine runs the best, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's where I think that that problem lies is because it's too far addressed into to things that it's hard to base it in any kind of reality, right? Yeah. It all becomes ideas. Yeah. Well, we could pivot. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or what do you guys think? Any thoughts on it? Well, I just wanted to say one thing just now. <clears throat> it almost sounds like there's, because you were saying, you know, having a good balance of the two is a similar idea to having an equality of sorts because there's, you know, the balance. And so it's like, it sounds like, we all want the same goal, but it might be from, you know, some people are seeing it from a different point and trying a different thing. And that's, you know, because earlier you were saying, well, if it doesn't work, then it's not coherent. Well, well what I'm saying is you don't want to go for something the wrong way. Right. But that is then assuming that we have the same end goal or that we're seeing it from you know, the same. Well, well, and this is, so this is what I, I believe. And this is, so I'm not talking about staying here at balance. I don't think that works because when the machine is running too good, things start to break down that you don't recognize. I'm saying it needs to have the ebbs and flows. Sometimes it's going to be a little bit more down here. Sometimes it's going to be a little bit more up here. And that's yeah, what I like want. like what we said last right. time, the blind person with the stick. Mm -hmm. finding the path they yep. have to hit different extremes right. or different you know mm -hmm. there's like ranges and stuff right yeah mm -hmm. yeah and, and i think me personally i think that that's the way the world works best but then right? it sounds like then you're saying that others are wanting to keep it at this level and so that's or where, right at, or which at whatever level it would go to the same correct Thing. And so what I, this so this is what I'm saying is that I think the ideas that work will find those places where there's homeostasis. The ideas that are in the process of working are going to keep bouncing. But what the left wants to do and this is why I think it's irrational is that they only want to be up here. They don't want that balance to occur. And so to me, then it, it's saying, well, if you don't have an offset, if you don't have something to give weight to that idea, you're just going to run into oblivion because there's not going to be any solutions. It's almost like the solutionless solution to things. So that, that's where I think that, you know what I'm saying? We go back to that idea of balance that it's always yeah. ebbing and flowing and would i wouldn't you say want that homeostasis could lead to stagnation yes i think so i i think when we talk about homeostasis we're talking about an ideal right it's like mm -hmm. you know you want to perfect a technique that's an ideal that's something that i want to go to but there's a reality i mean are you ever going to perfect that technique if 
if you look at it in that manner, you never will because then you'll always make an adjustment for this person, that person, this mm -hmm. thing. There's too many variables. But it becomes a great goal to get to. And so the more that you can stay at homeostasis, I think the better off you're going to be because your body's going to be running on all cylinders and everything's going to be great. But if it's only running great, you're never going to recognize Right, the, you're not really testing it. Yeah, or... and, and you're never going to recognize when something's coming. You know what I'm saying? You can avoid the engine, you know, breaking down. So it's like your alert system. Mm -hmm. is Correct. Is Correct. So it needs those it. it needs those challenges, right? And so it needs to push you up times where you're thinking more, you're being more idealistic, and then it's got to pull you down times when you're being more grounded and rational and you know, the, the grounded and rational person is not the CEO of a company. You, you know what I'm saying? They would never take those chances. They'd be like, that's irrational. It's irrational to take those chances because the, the likelihood, when you look at the likelihood of success of a business, is like 95% of businesses fail approximate within the first five years. And then they say the next... Out of that, ninety-five percent fail within the next. Right. It reminds 10. me of like the openness thing. Like uh, people who are more high in openness, they say start businesses, and then people who are more conscientious, grounded, mm -hmm. they're the ones that run the business. Yeah. The, I mean, because we're yeah. What's hard is there's a, we're talking about so many things at once, uh, above and below. I mean, you put it into like mind and body, mm -hmm. which it is that too, and then. It's interesting you put the the left up here as this thing because it is openness again like openness to new ideas progress mm -hmm. looking to the future innovation novelty well, that's you know that side. and then in whatever. martial arts the left is the yeah. spiritual at least in yeah. mm -hmm. you know the martial arts that i studied and it always tempered mm -hmm. the right which mm -hmm. was the groundedness right. right so you do have that going on um uh but yeah, so, and then, I mean, what, what I have a problem with, too, is there's this thing where I find myself agreeing about how, like, we don't know where we're going in the future, and that it's, like, I just see it now differently than I did in the past as a, like a, like a snowball effect, like a runaway train or whatever, um, of technology and, you know, things that they, they think are, I don't even know why they would think things are good for us sometimes now. You look back and you're like, man, like this new thing, everybody just takes everything on. Like, oh, oh yes, social media, everybody just does the thing, you mm -hmm. know. But then I wonder if ever I, I idealize the past, you know, it's like, you know, you know, I'm playing with the idea of like the worldviews and stuff and of like old traditional worldviews, but I don't know what that is. I don't know what it was like to live back then. You had bears eating everybody and fucking people roaming, you know, fucking yeah. Mongols going around killing everybody yeah. and shit. And like, you know what I mean? Like, life was tough, you know? Right. So, you know, you know, what am I saying? Like, so we're saying it's like out of balance, you know what I mean? But I don't really know the, the you know, if you want to say conservative, earthy, or, or the that side, the traditional side, mm -hmm. the past. Yeah. That side of things. I don't even know that either. I'm Again, I'm more of a person of the age of and, the progressive of the yeah you know but you I mean? but you still want to you still want to have those mm -hmm. like like you don't want your extremes to be like this you kind of want them yeah, yeah, more yeah. in that range right. you know going back to the diet mm -hmm. again that whole like liver king method just where he's eating everything raw and he's got all this crazy shit it's like okay 
that's certainly something there's some good things to it right you can say that it's an elimination diet because he doesn't eat a bunch of crap so it's pretty you pretty like but that's a new creative thought like who well you know it, I mean? back it, in the day did they do a little i, I mean like, yeah but that's what i'm saying because you're only eating, it's just by circumstance right. exactly right right and, yeah, and so, so it's kind of like it, maybe in the dieting it's like one side is whatever my ancestors ate would be good for me to eat right well it, again that'd be it, like the traditional view but, and but people aren't looking like, anything that's mm-hmm. thought up like oh i only do this elimination diets right. or i only i don't eat any of this you know that's like a new thing that's more of like a top down like a theory or whatever well this is this is what i think is like when you look at but we we have to pick sorry you don't you can find in between for sure but it's funny how we we found ourselves in a place where we're not traditional so we don't even know what we ate and then my bloodline is whoever Mm -hmm. so who are my ancestors you could say humans so you know you can you can still make some like choices based on that but um, we find ourselves in this place where it's like all we have are theories and then ideas about what the traditional way we ate was. We don't even like really know. Well, you know what, what I mean? you can do though, this, this is what I'm saying, is you can, you can start to look at things. We can look at the past and you can look at where was the optimum time. Because again, like there, there's some people that are going to make the argument that eating like primal raw meat all of that kind of stuff is when you were physically optimal okay let's just say that's real for a minute okay but there's humans were humans i don't know if that's true or not but that's a claim um that's one of the the claims with the raw Raw. yep Uh okay so you can't say though with any kind of like rational thought that that's when we operated at our optimum intellectually. Okay. Now maybe our instincts, maybe some of our, you know, senses were heightened. Maybe we could smell better or do things like that. But I'm saying use your brain for complex problems and to create and solve. So we were not at that level then. It was somewhere in between when we started cooking food and when we started using agriculture. Again, I know a lot of, you know, and I'm mostly meat. But I still see the value in agriculture because, again, what are we looking at being optimum? Well, me being 50, this is what I'm looking at. I'm looking at efficiency. I'm looking at strength, right? My physicality. I'm looking at being strategic as I'm doing things, right? And so that means that there's more components than just physically beating my way through things. I used to do that. I used to be like where I would beat people just because I could drag them into deep water and you know I was good enough not to get submitted much but I could run at a high level until they got really tired and then I could finish you know that that's not necessarily the approach that I would take anymore I could still get close to that but I'm using multiple multiple things right um, for, for at least what I do and so to me, that's what I would look at as being optimum. I wouldn't look at the carnivore, you know, strict, and I wouldn't look at the fucking vegan approach, right? I would look at both of those and say, well, what I'm trying to do, neither one of those fit 
the mark because what I want is I want my brain operating, but I also want to feel good about, you know, I, I like enjoying things. I like, um, you know, I used to, when I was younger, man, be real strict on things that I would eat and wouldn't eat and, you know, whatever, just the amount of training time. And now I'll give that a little, you know, I'll be like, ah, okay, I can do this. I just got to make up for it or I earned it or whatever. And there's a satisfaction that goes along with that as well. I don't think a lot of people are able to do that, that have had, you know, problems and addictions because then they give themselves that, you know, um, reprieve from what they're doing and they go too far. Right. So again, that's kind of that idealistic and that rationale that, you know, you got to keep bridging and, and bringing together. Word. Word. Pivot. <laughs> Pivot. Do you want to, you want to go into what you were thinking? Well, I think that could lead into mm-hmm. the idea of sacrifice. Well, I think that's huge. I mean, I think that mm-hmm. is, but is sacrifice, okay, if you had to give it a grounded or up, where do you put sacrifice? <laughs> I would put it closer to the top. Yeah? What's, what, what do you mean? What do you mean? What's the question? So like if, if sacrifice, if we were going to say sacrifice fit more into an ideology Mm-hmm. Right? Where do you think that that would fit? That sacrifice would. <laughs> Are you talking right versus left? Yeah, right versus left. High versus low. Up versus down. It's in both. Because in conservatism, you could say it's uh, highly rooted in the Christian story, uh-huh. which is entirely based on a dude sacrificing himself, essentially. Right? Which is about that book I was reading. Which, you know, it's really interesting to get to that. Um, but on, you know, on the left, you could say, I don't know, we'd have to get into the whole thing. You know, that's mm-hmm. a pretty deep question because it's there, but you know, in a really different manner, it would be like, how do you even get at what it means? You know, cause we've talked about, you know, one thing that is a, there's like a hard thing to get over is the conversation we've had about, um, being, doing things for yourself or for others, that aspect, mm-hmm. right? Um, right, because we've said in a way that self-sacrifice is not a good thing. We've had that conversation. Mm-hmm. Remember? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, did you have thoughts about where you wanted it to go, or like? <laughs> I like. I, I have. <laughs> no. Well, okay. So, wouldn't you say that sacrifice is more of? Like, is it sacrifice out of necessity? Is it sac- imposed sacrifice? What are, I guess the, it's, we have to define a few Well, because there's one thing, like, you obviously sacrifice things that, you know, for things. You sacrifice time doing this to do time doing that. You know what I mean? You sacrifice your energy to, you know what I mean? But is it a sacrifice (laughs) or is it it a sacrifice or is it, you know, Uh, just an exchange? Just Okay, okay, if you don't want to, but the word means that, you know what I'm saying? So we can, you know, we can get all like into the semantics thing, but it does mean that, you know, like you have to give up something, that's sacrifice, right? So you do 
have but to are give you giving up, up something good or something bad? And does it change how you say that? Like, if it's good or bad, is it giving like, up? If it's something it could, like bad, it sounds subjective. Yeah, like, is it? You're sacrificing cigarettes for health. You like? I liked to smoke, mm-hmm. and it was a sacrifice. Like, I had to give up something I so, enjoyed. So you don't I mean? you think, though, like, that that, so to me, <laughs> this is a, a healthy way of looking at it, right? Okay. Because what you said, I think, is so, like, different than what most people say. Most people, I'm addicted to this. It's got me. And you're like, man, I like smoking. And I think when we can admit those things, then the success rate of making changes are a lot greater, Mm. right? Because, again, you like smoking. Okay. Mm. doesn't mean you're a dick, right? right? just means you like smoking. Okay. And you recognize, wow, I like this, but maybe you like, you know, the idea of living to 60 better. Exactly. Right? Right. And so it's like. Okay, now I got to make a choice because I like them both, but one like takes from the, the other. I would yeah. like to walk upstairs without breathing. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. Yeah, so that's sacrifice too, right? Um, there's other people who made like the Jordan Peterson argument is that like sacrifice has to do with the future, that you always sacrifice your present for the future. So if you, um, you know, want to buy a house, you got to work really hard for a decade or whatever. And then so you're thinking about the future and sacrificing your time now. So he's got a really deep argument about how even that maybe that's how humans really understood, like came to understand what the future is. Yeah. Is your life. Yeah. 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 Uh Yeah, I mean, based on. Mm -hmm. Right. And then uh, that's the idea of human sacrifice too, or of animals or whatever is you're get your, your, giving something and life being the most sacred thing to get something in the future, you know, a better crop or a, you know, isn't it interesting though, that like, if we, if we go back to the whole diet thing, you go back to the primal Mm -hmm. and there was a lot less, you would imagine at least to sacrifice for what you would sacrifice for would be very specific, right? You know, cause you didn't have all the other things to that and so you could to some degree i would think have a you know um more maybe like fulfilled life if you didn't have all these things you had to sacrifice you know know what i'm saying because now you got a purpose whether your purpose you, you know was designed versus now our purpose is how we choose to pursue it mm-hmm. you, you know what i'm saying time then is, is a different it's a that you look at it different you're not necessarily looking at it in the same way that we look at it over longevity and based on oh what do i got to sacrifice well really so if someone wants to buy that house they literally have to sacrifice part of their life mm-hmm. to get that house right, right? you're going to trade it you're going to trade your yeah. life yeah. for the hours you have to work yeah. to make the money to do that whereas when survival is pretty much the purpose mm-hmm. right it, it would be it's not really sacrifice at that point. yeah and you know what i'm saying the stresses of it even though it's going to be stressful <laughs> i'm not saying it won't like be it. stressful <laughs> it just wouldn't be like that insidious you know what i'm saying it seems like it would be uh, more right. yeah, but you know like doing in the moment that 
are good for you. Are good for you or that yeah. you enjoy. But you're still trading that... one thing for another thing, you know? It's like, I don't know. I don't think there's any way around it. You We're could, trading life I mean, you can death, sacrifice, like, like, let's say, what's that? Life and death. That changes things. But you could sacrifice yourself for a house and get a shitty job working at a desk mm -hmm. and you hate it. And you could sacrifice your life for a job that you enjoy. If you, you know what I mean? So, or you could learn to build a house. But the learning is a sacrifice because then you would have to, the time spent learning would be time spent you could have done other stuff. You know what I mean? And yeah. you're thinking of the future. I want to learn so to build a house. So what is it sacrificing? So, what's that? What is it sacrificing? Life. Yeah. Well, what, what do you mean by life then? What would time, you be doing Time, energy. Instead? I would have been doing other things. Like? Anything. So it's a, it's, it's a... So anything is a sacrifice. Yes, in a way. I mean, yeah, like, um, yeah, in a way, I guess. I mean, I've never had that thought before, but it seems to where that leads <laughs> Yeah, but it, like, <laughs> I think this is where, yeah, this is where it's at is when, I think it really has the meaning when you find a purpose in your life. Mm -hmm. If you don't find a purpose in your life, then I don't know that people are going to look at their time the same way you know what i'm saying because i i talk to people you know not so much anymore because my group of people that i hang out with is a lot more um life motivated but i you know i still hear like people that boredom consumes them you, you know what i'm saying like they just don't know what to do or their time is so you know mm -hmm. To them, I'm not saying it is to me, I'm just saying to them, is so unvaluable. Is it unvaluable or invaluable? Unvaluable, right? It doesn't have a yeah, value to it, it, right? Um, <laughs> that, invaluable means that it's Yeah, like that it would priceless. have, uh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, yeah. So, <laughs> I think it's without value, yeah. <laughs> right? They, they get bored. I mean, right. I can't remember a time that I've been bored. There's just so much to do. There's so much to learn. And... Um, yeah, man, I think that that fucking, but the thing is, is like, they enjoy something about it or they wouldn't do it. You know what I mean? Like if, if you're bored, whatever that fucking means, like if you have enough time to be bored, that's what, one, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you don't, I, mean, I don't know, know that they value like, their time then until so they find what, a purpose. I would say, I don't, I don't know if I want, I'll try this out. Like they, there's something in it that they like. That's why they're doing it. The yeah. process. Yeah, you know I mean, and so yeah. the process of being bored. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Fuck. Um, so. If you enjoy the process, then will you be bored? Like in jujitsu, when we're doing an hour straight of just drilling the same thing over and over again, you could get bored. But instead, if you enjoy like the little parts of that and figuring out and the little yeah. challenges, then it's not. Right. Boring. But you but you come up with a purpose, right? Whether right. it's to get better at the whole technique or you might be like, ooh, I'm gonna work on my arm drag or I'm gonna be more sensitive to my partner There's or whatever. There's so many things you could mm -hmm. use as a purpose right. in that one thing. So if, if we put it back in sacrifice, <laughs> like with, if you're doing the drills, you're sacrificing time, comfort. Rolling, I mean, right. you know. But, but you still have a choice about like how you do it. Yeah. You could do it and be resentful and whiny and I don't wanna be doing this sucks or whatever. Right. Or you could like, just change your mindset and then you, you know, so I mean? you turn it into but, an investment, but in both, but in both senses, it's a sacrifice. How, how about this for like a provocative, like just an idea? This is along this, I mean, it's a, you know, a little different that 
um, that abortion is human sacrifice for the <laughs> for the woman's Jordan life is shook. for their life. Like they're saying, if I get it, if I have a kid, I don't get to go to college, find a boyfriend, to have fun dating, uh, try these jobs. I don't get to do that stuff. So because I want to do that stuff, I'm willing to sacrifice this life <laughs> to like get those things. I know it's provocative, like, yeah, but, no, but I, it, it like makes sense. I th- it's fucked up, but it's kind of like <laughs> I think that's. <laughs> but but here, this goes back you to you were just arguing for the woke, <laughs> and then you went there. <laughs> <laughs> that is a pretty big extreme, but he's just doing the big extremes, right? I'm not arguing for woke. <laughs> but here's the thing. This goes back to what you were talking about with cigarettes, right? Yeah. And this is where again, I think that then problems could be solved if we look at the truths of the truths of those things and admit it because i agree with that argument for a lot of abortions not for all of them but because the same could be said on the other side as far as like sometimes you might have to sacrifice your life for the child there's Mm -hmm. the other Mm -hmm. end of it as well yeah 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 but that choice decides what end you're on because if you have the kid you know you're sacrificing for the kid but if you don't you're sacrificing the kid for you Mm -hmm. you know i mean so that is an interesting yeah Mm -hmm. but i think that that's where you can yeah but but then it becomes like sacrifice like that's why people put people on you know, fucking apocalypto, fucking ripped hearts out, throwing down the stairs, or whatever. <laughs> you know, like it's the same thing. And so I don't know. And so, and then we can take it down to these lower levels where you're just like sacrificing. I don't know if it's up. quite the same thing. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. As apocalypto. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't mean to say that. But. I don't mean to say that. Um, I see where you're going. Right, the same principle. So how about this? So, so this book I'm reading is pretty, pretty fucking interesting. Um, like it, I can't I can't say it all at once right but the idea is is by this dude Gerard and he has all these books about scapegoats that scapegoats are, are sacrificial people right so the the basic idea is that in the past there would be like a social problem right and uh, society's coming apart and what happens is people choose a victim and they would say a woman is an adulteress or a guy is a thief or something. They pick a person, they stone them to death spontaneously, right? And then the situation is relieved. And then they feel okay because they put all of their problems, a scapegoat, they put all their problems into this person, right? And then they kill that person, violence, and then that solves problems. Yeah, it's um, like the purge. Okay. That movie. Right. But this one is an individual. Yeah. You know, I think maybe you could apply it to groups like with the Jews and the Holocaust and stuff. I don't know. But this guy, I, I, I haven't, I don't, yeah, I've heard him talk about that yet. But it's, it's all about individuals. Mm-hmm. So, like, it tells this crazy story of, um, I can't remember who, there was a, some kind of a saint later than Jesus, like in Greece or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in three, four hundred or something like that, he was able to do all these miracles. And there's like an account of a time that he did a miracle, which cured an epidemic. So there's some epidemic, some diseases going around, and then society's starting to crumble and fall apart. 
And then the story is of there's some beggar, and he's walking by, and this guy says, that's the devil, right? That dude is, you know. And then that causes this, like, mob to happen. And they mob this dude, and they stone him to death, some, some like, some homeless guy. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's another aspect of it, is it's always marginalized people. It's always slaves, homeless people, mm -hmm. uh, mentally handicapped. Yeah, one people that aren't going to be missed. Exactly, mm -hmm. yeah. And, and there's some weird, to say something also provocative, there's a weird analogy with George Floyd and that whole story. There's a huge... <laughs> you know what I mean? This, uh, you know, and I don't know who the scapegoat is in that. Like, is it what the cop? Well, the cop, right. you know. Uh, I mean, that Ch whole... Chauvin's, that uh -huh. thing. Yeah, because you got this epidemic going on, social unrest all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden everybody watches someone die on the screen, you know, and then somehow there's some cohesion that obviously that exploded things. Um, yeah, so I don't know. There's some, so, yeah, so, so that's the idea. And then the idea is that every civilization is based on violence, therefore. You know, he, he thinks it goes all, like myths are based on this. Mm -hmm. um, it's all based on sacrificing individuals and that there's this like mob thing that happens. He's got fancy words for it and it's like, you know, uh, it's like a contagion. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's this whole like first rock thrown kind of thing, like um, because it doesn't happen until that first person throws the rock, and then everybody copies that person, and then boom, everybody's throwing rocks, mm -hmm. right? And then, then he takes the further point and says that Christianity is the one that kind of flips that story on its side, because he claims like in the Bible they take. Like in the past, they would take the collective were right, and the person that died is the de is a demon, mm -hmm. and they killed this demon to like solve this problem. But what the Bible does is it takes the side of the victim, and instead of the mob, right? And then, of course, Jesus is like the prime example, and he is a the same thing happens. A mob happens. There's problems in Rome. They blame it on him, and instead he sacrifices himself like willingly to that. Um, and, and I totally I don't understand completely the difference because it's the same thing like he claims that once someone is sacrificed they make them a god mm -hmm. which is interesting again with like George Floyd being you know that they've made like altars to him and you know what I mean and what would happen is they would kill this demon and the demon because this is the old story that because it solved the problem of the pandemic mm -hmm. oh obviously they're a deity they, they their power you know uh solve the problem that we had and so therefore so that you sacrifice a victim it's like an individual it's a contagious force and then and and, and then the claim is is that's like the basis of all society mm -hmm. is this thing that that's just always happened in the past and then yeah the difference with christianity that like s somehow solved that cycle of society being needed to be based on this sacrificial mm -hmm. victim that because yeah somehow the Christ thing like solved that problem and now we don't like we could we, we maybe at that time rose above that idea and then didn't see the victim as like a demon so I don't know. you know what's interesting on that I had this conversation mm -hmm. with somebody recently and there's this phrase that I feel I've coined Aaron is gonna try to take credit for it as well and uh, there's like a third or a fourth party that feels that they had that too. But I'm taking credit for it right now. And that's that the world needs victims. It's like your right. Okay. Yeah. And so I think for the homeostasis of the world, 
that mm-hmm. it needs victims, okay, whether it's in a car crash, that. whether it's in whatever. But there needs to be that void that's filled. In what you're talking about, I think that those things are important because it kind of then sets everything back a little bit. You know what I'm saying? It's it, it pulls things back together and um, whether it brings communities together or whether it brings people together or where people then, you know, they have something where they get to direct their anger in an intense mode and it just whew, pulls that stuff out. And I believe that I believe it, I believe it happens and I believe it's a necessity, you know, I it's think, the, maybe this thing is somehow saying that the, 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 you know, Christianity, I guess, was saying that that's not the right way. That it's I, like, I agree right, that, that it's not the right way, that, but that's yeah. the elevation process, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's, but I think what we've got to understand is that it's a process and you, you've got to work to elevate yourself. And that's what I'm saying. When we try to jump too high to that elevated point, we're missing the process by which to get there. I think that's sure. always the goal, mm-hmm. right? And that's it would the, be better that's the, like, if stolen power idea, where you like you grab something that you don't deserve that you haven't earned. You know that you haven't. And earned. and how can you possibly right? That's the Prometheus yeah. says that that right. right. But you wouldn't know in, in the sacrifice. You wouldn't know the violence and the suffering and right. you know whatever if there wasn't the sacrificial victim. So. It, you know what I'm saying? Again, it's a sucky well, so way the, the world works. But there's the difference is if you go through the stuff to get the thing, you've sacrificed yourself rather than like other people or whatever. To You know, somehow if you steal the thing, you know, it's like you're not, you're like pushing off that responsibility mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Right. Rather than like going through it. Well, you know, that's one of the things that, you know, like Aaron talks a lot about by killing and processing, you know, um, the animals that she does. And, you know, like, she's like, man, I've got to be part of this whole process to feel like I've earned what I'm getting from this. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that's a pretty enlightened way to look at a very primal activity. We just show up and saran wrap me fucking who knows what that shit was. Right. I mean, other people just eat liver. You're probably out there cutting shit out of it. <laughs> that's the next step. <laughs> Dropping out of a tree. <laughs> right. Cutting a fucking deer's throat. It's like, like Jack Nicholson and Wolf just running around the forest. <laughs> well, it has, to start, it has to start with the chickens from the neighborhoods end up. Right, totally, exactly. <laughs> and then you can just make First, there's like a chicken <laughs> missing. Like, Where, what happened to fucking right. Do you remember that... Um, few years ago when there was so many geese like it uh what was it the, was there like a yeah the population they, yeah so they did a culling and they were um oh, huh. you know like gonna feed the homeless with them and there was this big outcry against it oh really they're yeah. saying that it was like messed up to get them goose meat or something <laughs> yeah something like that uh-huh. like but people were also upset because they could have they were gonna kill the geese you know oh, and right but right. it's like well we gotta huh call the yeah well there, the so there's the thing again the you sacrifice the geese for us yeah. and so in a way eating is eating's a huge that, sacrifice like, example, i think right you're taking that life mm-hmm. you need life you know, for life 
right. I suppose. Yeah. And that's what sacrifice is. You're sacrificing right. per I mean, you know, just as a symbol, you know, you put this thing on an altar or whatever, and its life gets taken and you absorb it or whatever. So that you know, so violence. going into that, that's what I'm saying. The world needs victims and I think me personally, what I want to do is minimize every bit as possible of me being the victim because there's so many opportunities for you to be that sacrificial victim well, so for how, whatever how, how, balance. How you, so how do you overcome that? Like I think being physically fit. No, I'm saying like the contradiction of like, you know, we talk a lot about not wanting to yeah. be a victim. Yep. Right. And then self-sacrificing yourself. Like you could say for others. I don't know if that does that complicate things to say for others. Yeah, I mean, if you say self-sacrifice for other people, does that? But you, do you see the contradiction I'm mm -hmm. talking about? That, but isn't you know? self-sacrifice redundant in itself? No, because you could sacrifice someone else for you, right? Right. Yeah. Mostly, if you sacrifice yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But for others might be redundant. Yeah. You know. That's but you you can sacrifice yourself. For, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like there's like something... why don't you just say sacrifice? Yeah, well, I feel like what I'm getting at is like we talk about like the the like uh, the virtue of selfishness, right? That yeah. that's like a good thing, right? That if you act, uh, let's say, if you act well or honorably for yourself, you'll naturally help everybody else, mm -hmm. and that when you try to help other people, the problems arise out of that. So that does somewhat map onto self-sacrificing for others, right? Like. Um, I don't know. You like the residual that. benefit of it, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Even the unintended, you know, like benefits mm -hmm. that go along with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that, I think that makes sense. Because mm -hmm. if everybody, like, let's just say societally, if you had a bigger portion of the population that sacrificed certain things to be tougher and to be more fit that right there i think is a you know um automatically going to improve our health system you know as far as the the constraints the financial constraints mm -hmm. you know because they say by like 28 yeah. that diabetes will mm -hmm. be enough to bankrupt the the country because of healthcare mm -hmm. costs and so, you know, yeah, so if every or more people sacrificed, then, you know. It, I'm seeing like where we were before, it does come down to everything is a sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Like, because you're always deciding to do one thing over another thing. So if you decide to eat the Twinkies or whatever. Right. I mean, you're sacrificing your health to have the pleasure of the Twinkie. You're sacrificing your possible future and and what and p other people around you are, and their relation, your kids or whatever. You're mm -hmm. sacrificing that for pleasure. So a lot of it is like is like related to um, if, if I want to use the word sin, mm -hmm. but or like doing bad, wrong th things that aren't good for you. I don't know what new word you yeah. use for that same left. Thing. Unvirtuous, right? That's the word right. that I use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's like we always, you know, it's only what you're sacrificing things for. Like, are you sacrificing your good life for your vices? That's all. But that's don't you think it's weird? Like, let's go to the fitness thing just for a second, mm -hmm. right? Like, and I'm not saying it was healthy, but 
if you looked at um, old Sports Illustrated swimsuit covers, that chick had to sacrifice eating the fucking Twinkies for being on that cover. Now the bitch can eat a box of Twinkies and be on the cover, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so it's almost like we're taking away a lot of sacrifice for the game. Well, so, so what yeah. I would see, if we want to bring it into this... If we brought, want to bring it into this, uh, so now, so now we've gone like we brought wokeness back into the whole thing, and what that does is because it worships the self, everything gets sacrificed for your own ego, and you know what I mean. And so you're you're you, you just you see where I'm going? Yeah, like, but this is the absurdity about it. This mm-hmm. is what I think is completely absurd. So you say it worships the self in that regard, but. It's not self-imposed improvement. Whereas when you look at the right, so to speak, or the conservative, the doctrine is based on self-imposed improvement. And the the left isn't, but they try to frame it like that. And it, it's a weird, that's what I'm saying. It's so hard to, to rationally look at these things because when, when you talk about like going back to conservatism or more conservative um, thinking is that um, when you focus on the individual, the goal is to build outward to the community and elevate from there, right? But when you impose, it, it's kind of filtering like down, but it comes from that, you know, like singular belief and it, so it's going the opposite direction can, you know well, what do you think about this let me just throw this in there like doesn't it seem like the left is the side of the individual everything's about the individual intersectional i'm i'm yeah, yeah, but correct. It's about the group correct, correct. But, but it's so is, but they make it about like you said uh, the group is the deception but it's really about mm-hmm. the individual yeah, and then Whereas the conservative, the, the conservative side tends is to be more about family and community, right? But it but it starts but with on the, left, the individual. Like the the communities are all identitarian. It's the <laughs> yeah. the lesbian community and the mm-hmm. whatever this community. So yeah, um, I feel like it's the left that's more on the individual side. You know, like I feel like that's where that philosophy, like kind of like, is the most yeah yeah because. It's I all think, about the self. Well, like you can't, that's how yeah. it's portrayed, but mm-hmm. I feel like everything they do is a response to what their community wants. Mm. Everything is through that lens. But okay, how many of them are actually so critically thinking yeah. through right. an individual mm-hmm. lens? But, but that that's the same on both sides, though. Like that's what I'm saying. It's just like worldviews, and people just like inhabit them. Nobody's like coming to those conclusions. We're we're all like on the shoulders of the people before us and all that. But. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, so it is interesting that they're like communist, like the left or the woke, but like on the left is more socialist or whatever you want mm-hmm. to have, yeah. <laughs> right? And that you could say is a thing about collectives, like it's more of the collective angle or whatever. Um, so I don't know, it's hard, you know, again, that's why I want to understand these things. Mm-hmm. It's like it's even hard sometimes to put what belongs, well, on, right, you know, because saying, you've like, got one side, like what he's saying is it leads to that kind of group control, mm-hmm. that kind of group assimilation. Mm-hmm. It, and it, but it's weird how they both, like, like, again, if you look at conservative, 
conservatives, at least the the bedrock principles are as an individual, you improve yourself and that promotes the community. Mm. But there's also a very strong belief in individualism and individual rights, right? So it kind of goes out and then comes back in. Whereas the other way to look at it kind of from the left is a lot of what they're doing is because of them, an individual, right? But they want to, again, use that to push it out. But then when they push it out like that, what they're doing is they're segmenting it. It's like this collective that then comes back into these kind of narrow focused groups in a similar manner that the right is doing. I had the thought this morning, like, it's kind of like if, if you were a teacher and like teachers that make their kids, they're like college kids, let's say activists, even high school kids. Mm -hmm. And they like take them to protests and stuff. Like, what are you doing as that teacher? You know, um, essentially these kids don't know anything. So you're essentially, you know, programming them to think a certain thing about Mm -hmm. the world. Yep. And because, you're coming to those conclusions with reason, um, even though it, it could be like ideological possession, you're still like coming to these conclusions with that higher top and you're saying, I want the world to be different. Mm-hmm. I want it. And then how should it be? Oh, because of my conclusions, it should be this way. And then I'm going to use these people to make the world this way. And again, that way is, <coughs> is very like kind of ego based um, because of its, you know, reliance only on reason, which is just going to get manipulated by your whims and the things you want mm-hmm. and the things that make you feel good and stuff. That's how you want the world to be. And so then you're making people to go out there and make the world like into yourself. So why wouldn't they take them to the opposing protests as well? Great question. Because then they have an agenda at that point. Right. To that make would be, more... What a good idea. Like if they did that... Then you're saying, yeah, that's great. Then it's the learning process. That would be great if you did that as a teacher. You yeah. take them to the anti-Trump Now that is what I would the... call a teacher because, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, they're showing multiple mm-hmm. things and then just Because you're showing, them. instead of showing an I think you're showing protest. You know, you're not showing, oh, this this is right and, do, and all, mm-hmm. this, all these ideas are correct. You're instead just being like, oh, this is what protesting is. You know, it's a, it's and like a also helping thing, yeah. you learn how to analyze or critical think or, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. debate. Yeah. Right, right, right. For sure. Which side's right about stuff. And then you would encounter, that's it. That's the other problem that the sides have is they don't encounter each other. You know what I mean? Because if they just like saw the other person and understand what, if they actually understood what the other side thought, most of our problems would just disappear. But isn't that what you know, they all say like, about like relationship advice or whatever? You have to understand the other side. You have to put yourself in their shoes huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. before you judge or something uh, like that. I yeah. completely believe that. Like I'm at the point now that I don't think you deserve to have an opinion unless you can like know what both sides would say. I don't think you does. You, have, you haven't earned it. It's that fucking, yeah. you, haven't, you haven't earned it. You just stole the, you know, oh, I know what's right. How? It's just what your fucking parents told you. And that's just what, you know, your friends say. You don't know that, you know, but if you could explore the other side, then you've earned the, the uh, you know, to have an opinion. Yeah. That's, that's where I think, I, um, I think it was, uh, it might have, was it Socrates? I don't know. One of those guys was talking about like, um, you know, a democracy is 
destined for failure. Yeah, I think because like, you know what they're saying is in a democracy, it's the majority rule. Yeah. Um, and then you know he went further to say that people who aren't going to do that, you know, like understand the process and understand right. shouldn't shouldn't vote right. because then they're just yeah. voting out of emotional Ideology, you know emotion, right exactly you know, and yeah. that again goes back to see i'm like me i'm not a republican i'm more of a um you know libertarian like I, there's a lot of laws that republicans have passed and a lot of you know philosophies that i'm just not cool with um because there's too much control right and same thing with the left i'm not a liberal and there's a lot of things that they're trying to do that i just don't mm -hmm. agree yeah, when with I, when i did the compass i was pretty in the middle mm -hmm. but i was libertarian or whatever yeah uh, well, that was like the further i was further down than i was to the left or right and i think that gives if people understood that that you need both of those it, it gives us a lot of um freedom to operate and you know that's it's where i think you know like the right runs into problems at least this is what i thought i'm actually really surprised most people that i've talked to who are pretty strong on the right um that i was i wasn't basing my opinions on i was basing my opinions on other people that i know take the time to understand issues um you know, versus the ones that I was basing my opinions on, you know, and this is when I called Republicans, Republicans, and just like thought of them that way was based on the people who wouldn't ever challenge, wouldn't have always been that way, never questioned their beliefs or, or anything like that. And that's what I based that kind of closed mindedness on. Um, so, yeah, you know, I think people got to be willing to to challenge the belief and, and say, yeah. okay, I might believe this. And then I'm reading this other stuff to give confirmation to what you believe or to challenge it and maybe, mm -hmm. you know, make some adjustments. And maybe the best way to do it would be like to know people, you know? Yeah. I yeah. Where you could have dialogue. And, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like if you know someone that really believes that other thing and then you're, you can have an open conversation yeah. with that person that you respect, you guys respect each other. That's the best way, because they live that other thing, you know. They know it, mm -hmm. right? Um, you don't really know it. It's all theories, and you like project onto people. They think this, you know, but you're not giving them like the light of day. You know, there's ideas that I've been coming across lately that 20 years ago I was like, this is stupid, you know, and I would have never, I, because I didn't understand it. It's crazy how much that whole in the water thing, like a fish, you don't know the water you're in until you can like somehow get out of it for you know and look at it and then it's like oh contrast yeah, yeah there's so many like presumptions that all of our ideas are based on that are invisible you don't even know that they're there and so you do all this logic like afterwards and so the logic all makes sense mathematically correct but you made all these decisions beforehand mm -hmm. unconsciously that lead to that that frame the whole world in this way so you, you just like everything else is you can't even see it don't you think it's weird when, um, you know, I don't know if you guys have talked to many people in this stage, but I have, who have always been a Democrat or always been a Republican or always been something. And 
you know, like they'll proudly say, well, I've always been this way. And mm-hmm. in my mind, I'm like, fuck, so you haven't changed. grown or changed a what lot. Would they call you a quitter? <laughs> <laughs> I'm an explorer. I think it's cool, though, that you were like, um, were at least like active. You know what I mean? I always like dismissed any sort of, uh, you know, what would you call it? Civil. Mm-hmm. Um, participation or whatever yeah you know what i mean i was a, I was such a individual you know like that you know i was pessimistic that's why yeah. well there's it, a lot of reason to know, be our government yeah. fucking sucks but it's like balls to I, the I would, max right but i would put that somewhat on what i would call this like so you're not gonna like this but like this like left side of of things is this like pessimism that's i did i was i i thought man i i thought that that's what the left meant Mm. You know, that that's what being a liberal was, that you challenged. Like, I hated mm. all of this bullshit that happened after 9-11, all the spy technology. When mm. they started putting cameras mm. all over the place, yeah. I w- was against all of that. I thought mm. that that's what liberals were against. They're mm. not. They're mm. for that shit. The only ones who are against that are libertarians. and the right doing the, that. Yeah. And it was the right that was like the state yeah. So what does that mean though? Because like now it's like the left. They 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 had us all fooled in the regards. You think it was the left the whole time. I think time? no. I think they, <laughs> I think it's both of them. I think the <laughs> left. Sorry, I just had a funny yeah. visual. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think the government. I, look at Lindsey Graham and look at fucking um, McConnell. Those fucks should be out of there. They're yeah. if you're talking about for the people. They're not for the people. They're for their own fucking interests. Just like right now, I would mm. say all the Democrats. There's a few Republicans that are pretty solid. Yeah, see, um, I want to be, like, my intuition is to be pessimistic about yeah. almost all of There's them. There's a, yeah. And then sometimes I feel a little duped, you know, like, because, like, for instance, uh, what was the iPatch guy? Uh, Crenshaw. Yeah, Crenshaw. Crenshaw. He's got a podcast. Uh-huh. And Tulsi Gabbard. Oh, uh, Yang. Yang has a podcast. Uh-huh. And so just because I know people, sometimes I think I like them, yep. you know what I mean? And then you hear things and you're like, hmm, you know, yeah. like if I, you know, just because I know them, all of a sudden that's why I'm like for this person or whatever, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't really know what they're doing, what their views entirely are, yep. you know what I mean? But just because I'm like, see their face and like, like somehow that makes it, yeah, I don't know. So that, that's like a, a celebrity. It is exactly that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Crenshaw came up through the Young Global Leader exactly. program with right. the WEF. Right, right? Yeah. Right. So things like that make me be like, hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because right. at first I'm like, I, I thought like I dug them more than other people. But then I'm like, is that just because I've heard them talk? You know? Well, you hear, like, you know, you hear like clips, you hear... Mm-hmm. You know, of course, those guys are going to frame things as much as they want right. in their favor. Yeah. And, you know, again, I don't even necessarily know that that's a bad thing. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that this is what my whole argument comes down to every single time. If we as people were tougher, more resilient, then you could tolerate the level of corruption that the government is because you could keep a lid on it. You could keep it to a certain point where it's like the population will tolerate this amount, right? But look at what's happening. It's There's a concerted effort in making us weaker. 
They're not just making us weaker just coincidentally. I mean, you know, there's too many factors that are contributing to that. And this is where I think if people, you know, had dialogue, they would realize that, wow, we really do have the power, right? But this is the problem with the left is that at least right now, they've figured out how to get people emotionally charged. And you have what would be rational people that would have a rational discussion with you won't have a discussion with you because they literally think that that Enrique, whatever his last name was, the leader of the Proud Boys is a white supremacist. And he's as dark as night. You know what I'm saying? It's like, all of a sudden, a rational thought has become the rational thought process. My parents, we had that discussion. And I said, he's an islander. He's like, dark as fuck. How's he going to be a white supremacist? You, You know what I'm saying? And they couldn't answer or put yeah. any rationale to that it's just well because because they've been convinced emotionally they're, and they're because they don't know otherwise so that's what they were told or imp- yep. that's what was implied right. and you know, that's where again but that's the media and that's the bubbles uh-huh. and the social media algorithms that like everything gets more and more extreme and more and more separated and more and more fractured but th- this is what i'm saying and i'm not anybody fucking special but I think I was able to challenge my beliefs because I was confident enough. Even let's go down to a primal level. Well, if somebody didn't accept my apology, then I could tell them to fuck off. And if they still had a problem, we could take it out on the mat or take it out wherever. Right. So that gives me a level of confidence of saying I can negotiate with this person because what have I got to lose? What are they going to do? They're going to call me an asshole. I can deal with that. They start insulting me and it's like, well then, okay, well we can take it to that level. Most of the time they're going to be diplomatic and be like, cool. There wasn't one person that I apologized to, you know, about this whole belief system that I had that wasn't like, dude, I'm really glad you said that, you know, thank you for that or whatever. And man, I sent out, many fucking apologies <laughs> that's hilarious so like you you changed your mind well and, I, you had, and you had had conversations with people in the past i had conversations and, and like, i started you, like aa you're like hey man that time i said that no <laughs> i i literally said you know yeah. i believed that this is what liberals and democrats were about mm-hmm. okay. and yeah. i still believe in that it's just not liberals and democrats mm-hmm. they're not that they're mm-hmm. libertarians right mm-hmm. I, that's just the belief. Yeah. I don't believe that, like the right, they've got, you know, this whole law and order push. They push that so hard that it's like cops have brought on a lot of what they're reaping right now, the backlash from society. It's just society has brought on a lot of that bullshit that the cops fucking have to deal with. And so it's like, what comes first? I don't know, but we can both, or we can admit that both sides of that problem need some work. But if we're so rigid, and this is where I think fear comes in, you know, and that's in challenging your beliefs, because that was the only reason I didn't challenge my beliefs. When I thought about that, how long it took me to challenge that is because I didn't want to be wrong. Man, that was years of identity of being the guy who I thought I fought for freedom. And, you you know, like when I was in Africa, my team was cool enough that we all agreed we weren't going to take people's weapons, right? So we were pretty 
defiant in that regard. We're kicking in doors. We didn't, my team didn't. We didn't bust anybody's shit. We didn't fuck with anybody. We turned a blind eye to many weapons. We only took crew served weapons. A crew served weapon is something that takes two or more people to operate. Um, because then you know that they're part of the militia, right? If they've got those, okay. you know, types of weapons. Yeah, they need to defend themselves against yeah. their other weapons. Right. Yeah. So we were really against, you, you know what I'm saying, all of the, the yeah. man holding yeah. you down. Yeah. And I thought that that was literally what Democrats were. Yeah. And I can think of times when I told someone an idea was dumb, and then later on, I was like, oh, man, they were right. Yeah. I just thought of a couple of So a way like, to deal with that is send apologies. <laughs> well. Right, like, I've never did that part. I didn't, I didn't do that part. Like, yeah. But I suppose it was just like an instance or whatever. But I wouldn't apologize for, like, I'm not a big believer in apologies. Like, oh, you got to apologize for right. this or whatever. Or maybe just acknowledging. But, but no, this was important. You know, that's what I'm saying. This was a foundational and you have, thing. you like, long philosophical discussions with people, especially in here, right? And yeah. Have, right, and so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're philosophers. You gotta be. You gotta be <laughs> the fighting philosopher. Otherwise, yeah, you're just a philosopher. Yeah. Yeah, I dig it. You know, in the past, what's the? There's like a Jungian set of archetypes for men. It's like a warrior, scholar, lover, magician. And those are like the four male archetypes. There's female ones too that I. Women cannot be philosophers. <laughs> <laughs> That's I can. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I always thought that was dope. Thought it'd be cool to do like an art piece of each one. Yeah. You know, like the scholar, or whatever the philosopher, or whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. They have like a scroll, right? That's like the old like I like the Taoist ones. Mm-hmm. Some of those where they're like uh, Buddha-like, you know, sitting on like a like a you know, a high, a high th- a thing. I, mean, I don't even think it's a yeah. lotus necessarily, but they hold a, they hold a scroll. There's a few uh, ones like that. There's like certain things they hold. You know? you know, what's funny is the depiction of the Buddha like that mm-hmm. has always, always pissed me off. Like, <laughs> because of the, like, because buddies. he's fat. Because he's a yeah. fat fuck. Oh, no, that's not the Buddha. You're uh, well, thinking of those, uh, I'm that's thinking, a god. That's some kind of okay. god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wh- whichever one yeah, with the, the big, big old one. belly right. that's, you know, Buddha's like. like the thin, like. Yeah, but those yeah, are, isn't that the India yeah. depiction, but the Chinese depiction the adult is. is the true depiction is is from India. It's the, mm. the Indus Valley was like one of the oldest religious sites mm-hmm. that, that we have to date. So I think. I think that's where... Well, whatever even, that... Even in China, that, if, right, if, you're if, thinking of like this other one. Yeah, that's not the that used to piss me off, just to see right. that big well, you know, the Buddha, kind of fat depic- depiction. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I've been uh, checking out like e- e- all these cultures have like these perfect proportions and what they think of like an idealized person is. Yeah. And the Buddha was made in those proportions. And so they tend to be... I mean, they look dope. They're not fat. Yeah. Yeah, hell no. Right. And they tend to be, you know, like in like cartoons, there's like a, a regular, like a human body average has like a seven heads, you know, proportion or whatever. And then the idealized is like an eight head. And then when they would do gods, they'd be like nine heads. You know what I'm saying? Like nine heads. Yeah. So use the head as the, as the, the measure. dimension. Yeah, the, the unit. The unit, unit, unit yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And so, yeah, I got some cool books about it. Like, and it shows... Um, how they would like, because there's this whole science behind that you don't see. Because there's all these lines that they use to like figure out where their arms and shoulders are and hit. You know. I wonder if people uh, were like cast in class 
mm. like based on that. Like they had the guy coming up measuring your head. Uh, your right. five five heads goes that uh, way. <laughs> Six heads, you know, you're not going to be a laborer like that guy, but you're still sucking wind. You're a seven head. Uh, right, your average. royalty. Right, okay, yeah, you actually get measured. <laughs> That's like that. Yeah. So when do you, like, is there an age when, when that would, happens? Because, you know, what would it be, like 30 years old? Well, I don't know. I mean, does your... Oh, no, it yeah. does change. Because when you're a kid, if you look at the, you know, even like you draw like mangas or whatever, the same thing. Like kids are, you know, five heads or whatever because they got big heads. Kids have big heads. Yeah, so when, bodies, when yeah. do they like... I think it's when would it after be proportionate? puberty. After puberty. Okay. You know? So yeah. thirteen. So up until like thirteen, you're right, and then and then the idea. I don't know. I feel like mm. it's still not proportionate until right. like. 18. Was your head still growing? Like you were. I looked like a weird thirteen-year-old, yeah. so I can. Do you have a big you. head or a small No, I head? have like no neck, and I was all legs. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I was no short. I was short. I was a short kid. Had, like spider legs. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. That was a funny thing, right? <laughs> So I don't think it was very proportionate in long arms. Um. <laughs> well, your neck grew. Yeah, my right. neck grew. <laughs> my torso, just a little bit. Um, yeah. yeah. What do you think about those chicks that wear those rings to make their neck, like, super long? Like in Africa? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's crazy. And the lips. There was a, the a girl yeah. out here that was doing it. She was trying to stretch her neck out. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Cultural appropriation. Like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which I guess she was getting a lot of headaches or something, so it, huh. she stopped doing it. So that why isn't there a gender appropriation Great fight? <laughs> if there's that's cultural trans. appropriation. I'm surprised that you said that. Because there's no <laughs> logic behind any of it. Because the trans person is a is a maybe a guy is tr- appropriating women, you know, culture or whatever. That's I a did. Great question. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. It's a good question. It's an obvious contradiction. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. No. And why can't you? Why can't you trans to a, to another race? Why yeah, you can't, you can't. Like, Somehow. You weren't born yeah. that way. Oh, remember that <laughs> well, one you chick? You weren't born as a guy or a girl or whatever. <laughs> who was like really white and she like was. Well, all? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. She got hammered for that. Mm-hmm. Would that be accepted now? Or would that still be I don't taboo? So. I don't think so. Yeah. You couldn't identify like I identify mm-hmm. black or that. I feel like some people are trying though. Because mm-hmm. I keep hearing little stories here and there. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get it out there. Right. Yeah, I'm sure some people do. Or what about like, <laughs> what about a, a guy that looks black but is really has like three white grandparents? You know what I mean? But he'll identify as black. You know what I mean? Just because what he looks like. So well, why, does look like, right? why, why does he look like? What about Logic? DJ Logic? DJ Logic was his name? No, not the DJ. The MC. Yeah, he's got a, a little bit of uh, albinoism. Right. Right. Brother mm. oh, Ali is uh, also albino. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yellow man. Yeah, isn't it, sorry, I don't mean to correct you on, but isn't it albinism, or is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean to correct you. I truly because don't know. I might, I might, I might, I might be wrong, and I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The part of me is questioning, and part of me is like, isn't it? Maybe albinism. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'll look yeah, at it. <laughs> albino is the slang. It's the. No, it's albino, but then he added ism to it. Yeah. 
You didn't hear the so I was one. wondering if it was. <laughs> That's how I always refer to it with plants, so I don't know. Okay. I was just asking. <laughs> I was just answering. We are at two hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good place to end it. All right. Oh, yeah, don't forget to follow and subscribe. <laughs> Sent 420 and uh, Sent 420, no, uh, Collective and then Ascent. Uh, Colorado as well yeah on Instagram Facebook and our podcasts are on most platforms probably not Pandora though (laughs) 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 (laughs)